Hello everyone, welcome to Grace Channels. We are people transformed, renewed, and created by grace. On this beautiful Saturday evening, I'm moving to the part two segment of my own session on the Chronicles of Grace. Okay, so that's the second my second decade, right? Uh, from ages eleven to twenty. <laughs> I'm so excited uh, because um, I can't wait to have other people share their story with us. So I'm really preparing my heart for the beautiful stories that are going to be coming up after mine. All right. So the title for today's um today's episode <laughs> season two is my plight and fight. I take it again, my plight and fight. Welcome back. Um, before I dive into today's topic, I would just like to wrap up last week's topic on comparison and inadequate. Right, so um, I remember I said I was stacked a dollar, and um, I I believed it, right? Because um, it came from my my number one person, it came from my dad, and um, don't forget in the beginning I was perfect, I was the best, I could do anything, and there was nothing wrong with me, so. When uh, those words came from him, I was just too angry, and I was not bothered about it. So I, I just took in those words, and I was like, you see, there's absolutely no, nothing I can do to please my dad. I'll never be good enough. <laughs> so I bought the idea. It was sold, and then I bought it. So as a result, I didn't bother about trying to improve on myself because it won't yield anything anyways, right? That was my mindset then. It went on for so long so for so long I was hurting and um, you know sometimes one may not know the extent at which some things have gone wrong in their lives until when they move forward or they try moving forward and they start encountering difficulties right so a uh, comparison is a good thing do you know that my suicidal thoughts started at this stage that point where I'm, I feel inadequate, where I felt I wasn't good enough. I started having suicidal thoughts. But will I say it became worse at this stage, at that particular stage of my life, because I tried everything in my power to be enough. And since I wasn't, I also tried everything in my power to end my life and go to God. Alright, so the my flights and fights. You know, it talks about my suicidal missions and my reasons. Let me. Here's a disclaimer there is no reason good enough to commit suicide. None at all. You know, whatever reason you might have now is simply because of the perspective you're looking at it from. There is no reason on earth why suicide, committing suicide is the end to a man's trouble but of course i was a child 
than them i didn't know much all right so let's go straight into my plight and my fight all right uh i'm sure we know the meaning of plight that it's an unfortunate or a difficult or a precarious situation and of course fight ability to stand against a norm or disagree over a thing that one is not comfortable with all right um i will start off uh, the constant reminder reminder and feeling that i wasn't good enough i wasn't smart or intelligent enough so um i started plotting my suicidal mission First of all, I started with knives. You know, I would take a knife to the room, lock the door behind me, and um, you know, just try to do <laughs> do what I thought was best. You know, but right there and then, every time I try, I end up crying and sobbing and sobbing and sobbing, and then. I start feeling bad about the whole process then after about sometimes I might be indoors for two three hours after that time you know I would then take myself back come out of the room and then just go and mingle with everybody as if nothing happened all right so this suicidal thoughts uh, in this my second decade decade it became it became a battle it, it became a stronghold because uh, then i was already in secondary school but even when i was still in my primary school i remember i had suicidal thoughts and i tried executing them but at the same time i was frightened not because i was frightened of dying or afraid of dying but um i just wanted to go and meet god that was all i wanted at least the little knowledge i had about god i just wanted to go and meet him so you know all my desire is just to kill myself and go and meet jesus you know i and of course you know in those days you know um poisoning wasn't too common people drinking poison and all of that wasn't really too common and even if it was i i didn't think of it and i'm sure it was god was deliberate in that area because <laughs> of course it's deliberate in every area because if, if I had that sense then I might have considered poisoning it will make the process faster <laughs> and then what I, I, I was trying to avoid I didn't want anything that would kill me slowly I didn't want to feel the pain I just wanted something that would be quick and sharp <laughs> Because I can laugh about these things now, but they weren't funny then. So that's serious, that's serious. It was very, very serious, right? Alright, so um I remember then as a child I would always go and ask my mom. I'll say to her that mommy, where will somebody go to when they kill themselves? You know, and uh, they might be cooking, cleaning, or doing something and then she says, uh, uh they will go to hell because they killed themselves. Right. So I, I tried many times to no avail. 
a lot of times i couldn't cope with the knife matter anymore because i was saying to god god i just just take me just take me can you take me away i'm tired i'm suffocating i don't feel i don't feel loved i don't feel i'm wanted just take me away you know and then i'm sure god was like grace be patient be patient i'm working <laughs> but i didn't want to kill myself myself so taking the knife there were times i would the knife would have drawn marks on my tummy you know, as a child that's the next place you know to point the knife at and i've had marks on it you know and then totally hiding from everybody so that nobody knows that that was happening to me but it was a it was it was a battle it was a battle so that kept happening and there were times that uh when I was tired of the knife issue, I started walking into the road absent-mindedly. In fact, most of the time, deliberately. And my conclusion was that if I if I get hit by a car, you know, and I die, I didn't kill myself. I only died because the car ran me over. So that was my conclusion since i can't kick myself then let's get into the road and i did that countless times you know there are times that you know the whole road will be on a standstill both to my right and to my left with people screaming and shouting and pressing the horn of their cars and their trucks and everything are you normal are you okay leave the road do you want to die and then you know you know let's say someone didn't want to die you know you'll be so shocked and you run out of the road but no i will still walk in the middle of the road majestically telling you i i i, I was ah thank god for jesus my heart was hardened the enemy was using it against me. I'm grateful for Jesus. Oh, thank you, for, thank you, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for your Son Jesus. Okay, so um, I got into the road most of the time, and so that kept happening. A lot of harm. Things were happening. Cars stopping, people screaming. I still walk into the road all of the time. All of these times that I did, I was never a victim of my desires. I'm sure the devil was not happy about it because he just wanted me to get rid of myself. He didn't want uh, the plans of God for me to, to be accomplished. He even wanted them to come to to manifest. All right, so um. can go on and on and tell you about my plenty and um, suicidal attempts attempts but i can tell you it was a bad feeling and uh, it's a feeling that doesn't leave overnight it takes the grace of god to deal with suicidal thoughts and to end them forever you know but of course you know this what was happening in my mind did not start overnight so 
it will take the grace of God and proper mind renewal to get me out of such thinkings. So, uh, some other time, even in the middle of the night, I think then as well, I thought of hanging myself, right? I think I wasn't told, I didn't know to go about it. I didn't want anything that would be painful. I didn't want anything that would struggle. I just want something that was quick and fast. Something that was quick and fast. You know, that's what I wanted. And I just had one desire. I want to come meet Jesus. <laughs> but of course, my mom kept saying, no, anybody that kills themselves will go to hell because they killed themselves. So every time I go to the room with a knife, I can be there for two, three hours crying and begging God to just please come and take me come and take me so that I won't have to kill myself I don't want to go to hell I'm suffering here I don't want to suffer here and still leave the face of the earth and then go and go to hell again no Lord I don't want to go to hell I want to be with you just take me you know I had a lot of crazy prayer points there but of course thank God I didn't document that because I'll be so heartbroken reading through you know seeing that I was about to destroy a glorious destiny but glory to Jesus for the preservation of my soul. Alright, so we're going to be diving straight into the lessons. And I tell you, the lessons are hot, hot, hot. You enjoy it. Welcome back. Alright, so I'll be taking the lessons with us very quickly. I'm sure you enjoyed uh, today's topic much more is that you're able to pick the lessons that God wants you to pay attention to today. Suicide is never the way out. You know, even though I was little, I was afraid of the pain. Growing up as a child, I didn't like anything that would cause me pain. So I wanted something that would be fast and painless. But glory to Jesus. <laughs> In Christ, we have it all. So suicide not an option all right so um the first point i'm going to be sharing with us today in our lesson sessions goes to parents all right so parents you need to be very sensitive to your children you need to be sensitive to their needs emotionally mentally psychologically physically spiritually in all ramifications i absolutely understand that you know, because of um, the burden to meet needs on the shoulders of our parents, they might not be there 100% of the time. Especially when, you know, both of them need to work, to work, you know, so that um, ends can meet. It's a serious um, responsibility on parents. And I must say I appreciate all our parents. Parenting is not, it's not a joke, it is work. It is real work, right? Um, but of course, parents, you must understand that you see that there's an accuser. He's after the seed of man. He has been after the seed of man. He has been after man <laughs> since the beginning in the book of Genesis. And when he was done dealing with man, he went after the seed of man. He's always after the seed of man. So that when he pollutes the seed of man god will never god will not be able to carry out his agenda in the life of man so our parents it's very important that you are sensitive to the needs of your children 
you know um, of course I understand that you need to rely on the Lord to help you and I tell you help is available for you that's why even now as a single if you are a single listening to me right now this is the time to start praying out your children's future you pray out their names you pray out their lives you pray out their uniqueness there's nothing not hidden before god all these things are hidden for you they are not hidden from you god will tell you the uniqueness of your child in such a way that you already know what to expect at different stages in that child's life and i tell you this thing i know it is true it's not just because oh you're not married how do you know all these things i aside the fact that i have mentors that i can see patterns in their lives you know my niece i've i've seen her at age five i've seen her at age seven i've seen her at a teenage age before she was born yes that i'm not trying to be spooky i literally saw her what she looks like everything and then you know if i can see that physically like if i can see what she looked like in the physical do you think it's difficult for god to let us know about the amazing things he has created her for no it isn't so i was able to see all of that and then know the uniqueness i was able to know her uniqueness to the point that you know till tomorrow I'll still call her mom and say ah when you are dealing with her She's not my child, of course she's my child. She shall get the gist. Alright, like I, I, I call the mom and I start teaching her on parenting again. No, this is how you should go about it. No, do this first. No, you have to do this first. You need to understand. Don't forget the words God gave you concerning her. You know this, you know, these things help you mold and build this child into who God wants them to become. Because God has given you a responsibility. Of course, parents are caretakers, and we know so. So it is very important that we take up that responsibility by the help of the Holy Spirit. If you do this assignment, homework first, now that you are single, you have a smooth sail, you know, um, once you start having your children. Because you will know each child, you will know their various uniqueness. God will tell you things that are supposed to come in their lives and you know how to go about it. And of course, don't worry, tomorrow's next week's episode, not tomorrow, next week's episode, you're going to be hearing about prophecies that came to me and how everything shall happen. It is well. But, <laughs> you know, what is important is what God has said to the parents even before a child is conceived. Mm-hmm. Yes, long before the child is conceived, long before they come into this world. Even if you are not yet married, as a young girl out there, as a young guy out there, pray out the destiny of the children that god is going to be giving to you it's a responsibility and god expects you of course he will empower and equip you to do a good job (laughs) all right so that being said you know so it's very important to pray out the life of your children long before they come you know and of course the lord will instruct you in the various stages of their lives and what to do and what to do I, I okay i'm trying not to really take my cues from my knees but i'm still gonna have to do that i remember at some at a particular stage in her life we had issues with her feeding and uh, i think she was six months seven months eight months there about and then i was really so worried i started talking to god about it okay lord you said this and you know god will still have to tell me say grace stop worrying stop worrying i know what I, 
I'm doing. There were times that she was falling ill and ill, hospital this week, hospital next week. But these are not the words you gave us. What's happening? He told me, Say, see, there's a battle upon this child, but stop worrying. She's mine. I know what I'm doing. You know, there's that confidence, you know, that, that it just keeps you going. And, you know, so when things just come and all, and, and you know, she's a child that wants to fight through whatever she's going through. She still smiles, you know. A child that is, you know, that she's weak, 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 like strong, strong, strong in that sense. The Bible says, like he that is weak, yeah, I'm strong, right? Like she's very strong and, you know, restless. She has not been able to eat, sleep, nothing, nothing. Yeah, she still looks at you. She still smiles. She still tries to play. I'm like, oh, God, the heart of children is beautiful. <laughs> and of course, it's a good thing if we all have such hearts where we are able to trust God completely. So there was another major decision God was going to take where her life was concerned. You know, how old is she? She's not even yet two years old. Can you imagine? <laughs> so, and that was earlier this year. God was going to take that decision over her. And I was really, he didn't tell me about it. He didn't tell the mom. You know, I was just, I wasn't prepared for it. And I was really shocked. I said, God, you didn't tell me about this one. No? If you had said it this way, she would have done this, I'd have done that. Why are you doing this now? What is the plan? And you know what God said to me? Let's even say he was saying it to me privately. He was saying it was a private conversation. It wasn't private. It was in the church. Right? It was It was a striking word. It was, it was a word confirmed. It was word of wisdom, word of knowledge, confirming exactly what he had said to me. He said, she is mine. And I know you love her so much, but this is what I want to do in the now. Don't worry about her. I'll care for her. You know, right there and there, as the words were hitting me, I was just, I couldn't help it, I was sobbing. You know, that's to tell you, you see, if we, if we put, <laughs> Holy Spirit, how do I interpret these things? If you take the life of your children, the way God wants you to handle it, you will enjoy smooth ride. In fact, you will ride on the wings of eagles. Where parenting is concerned and imagine if you can do that in, if, if you can take that initiative in parenting and then use that same initiative in other areas an aspect of that child's life or your, even your family in general you, you fly on the wings of eagles you understand all right so that really works you know so and of course you know i've always said to us that the purpose of this podcast is not to attack anybody it's just so that you can learn and i also can learn and I've said to us already in previous episodes that what our parents have done, some of them, most of them, some of them, if not for now that things are really changing, what most of them have done is, is based on the way they were trained. Some of them didn't even really know. It's now that people prepare for marriage, prepare for parenting. Then, how much preparation do they really prepare? Where marriage is concerned, how much counseling, you know, and of course, it's not as if counseling, counseling is what does it all because, you know, then how many people really could hear God for themselves? Then, you know, so aside the regular morning devotion and all, and maybe when there are unique things that God wants to really tell you about your children, you know, but it's not everybody that really takes out that time. But there's one thing I must commend my dad over. My dad was good at that. You know, long before we were born, um, he has already spoken to God about us, about each one of us. He has a long list of our names and prophecies and the things God said to him about us all. Sincerely. So, 
so at some point in our lives he didn't share with us though but i just knew that there's something there's this place that he has he always goes through it go through it and he, when he sees some things in my life he say yes i know this is the stage you are in now and i'm like how did you know he just smiles about it and say don't worry right so i don't know if he has settled all these things in the place of prayer but i'm telling you what i felt physically which i felt um, if a little more attention was paid to me you know it wouldn't have gone that way but most importantly is for the saving grace of god because god is and was the only one that could have saved me from all of those thoughts i had in my head because even when i didn't want to die anymore you know when i said okay lord i'm, I'm trying to just absorb and welcome your love I, I i i want to see myself the way you see me you know even when i didn't want to die anymore the devil was bent on killing me and then let me tell you for anybody having suicidal thoughts here there's one thing you must understand the devil will not come through the wall or the door or the window to hang you or force you to take poison or stab you with a knife the devil will use you against you god forbid so you must be sensitive don't allow him there's something my pastor will always say he says before the devil steals from a man he will first rob the man of the knowledge of god that he has so the enemy is after the knowledge of god on your inside he's after the people that surround you you know he just makes you you know separate yourself from every other person and you feel that no this is it no anything that starts making you to to separate yourself from every other believer to do is not god it is not the spirit of god the spirit of god the bible says it is good for brethren to dwell together in unity the spirit of god will not cause division or separate and say don't go to don't talk to anybody just be on your own don't pick cause no that is the spirit of the devil in fact it's a lying and deceitful spirit that wants to destroy you don't give in to those um thoughts don't give in to those those um suggestions of the enemy i was a little child but you know I, I just wanted to I was asking my mom where will I go to you know with the little knowledge of I just wanted to go to heaven I was tired of everything let me just go just take me to heaven Lord just take me I didn't want to kill myself you know and I didn't want anything that would hurt me <laughs> I was very I was very fragile so I didn't want anything that would hurt me I just wanted to go to God you know but I'm, I'm really grateful to God I'm really grateful to God so aside parents young teenagers and adults even regardless of whatever position you hold you know don't allow the enemy lie to you if he's going to do anything to you at all he's going to use you against you he poisons your heart tells you you're not good enough you're not all right you see nobody loves you nobody cares you start misinterpreting everything everybody does around you to be hatred to be satisfaction you know it just tells you things and after you soak it in enough it tells you you see just end it just end it if you've seen people commit suicide like if you see people physically when they are committing you see them struggling but the last time i checked they wanted to end their lives why are they struggling to die you see it's dawning on them at that point after the deed has been done and there's no hope anymore you know the scale will fall off their eyes and they'll be wondering what's wrong with me but then it's already too late it's already too late it's already too late of course we'll not be victims of such in jesus name all right so um it is very important uh we also pay 
attention if you are a teenager here and you feel your loss please seek help there are people out there that can help you of course go to the right people that can help you if, if you're a believer speak to your pastors and mentors if you're not believer go and get a counselor but of course a counselor cannot do much it's only the spirit of the lord that can do much <laughs> the spirit of counsel you know it can do much and that you find in the church so you still need to come to god so that you can have wholeness you can have wholeness and then um suicidal thoughts i said already in the podcast don't just live like that it takes the help and the mercy of god it takes the grace of god to come out of it it takes the grace of god to come out of it all right um also as parents learn to probe further when a child says a thing brings up a suggestion you know just just probe further ask questions why do you feel that way what do you think why are you saying that why am i saying this is because at some point in my my younger brother our last born is a boy all right at, at some point in his life he was very little then my parents relocated to another location uh, in the north and then it was always him it was always him at home and my and his and my younger sister so like the second to the last child and the last child so it was always they were always the one at home most of the time then the where the house was located was a quiet area so they are always alone at home you know there's just that fear they are still they were still children and then my younger brother started telling my mom i I want to go to jesus i want to go to heaven i am tired of this place and you know you know because somehow my mom has um, picked cues from my own experiences she started probing further why do you say that don't you want me anymore don't you want to see your daddy and and your siblings i want to but i want to go to heaven why what's wrong with you i don't know i'm just tired you need to ask me how old was he then he was about five six years old can you imagine so to tell you that see both adults children teenagers thoughts come into their minds the devil is a goat he goes <laughs> the bible says he of course his responsibility is to kill to steal and to destroy but the only person that promises to give us life and life eternal is christ right he, he goes around looking for who he will devour you know so my mom kept probing okay so why exactly what was wrong what's wrong with you exactly what is wrong and then you know after so much probe she didn't stop probing until she was able to get to the root of it then he went on to say um i feel that it gives me much work um uh, um i don't know i just it was just saying things and when my mom was able to gather <laughs> some cues you know she had to tell him all right don't worry daddy will not stress you in that area again is that all or is there something else that is bothering you he was able to tell her everything that was bothering her she started encouraging him because he was saying he wanted to go to heaven for almost six good months consistently every day mommy i want to go to heaven i'm tired i want to go to heaven for six good months you know i you know that there's so much power in our tongue you know it, it's just a matter of time if a person keeps using the word i won't die i could die it's just a matter of time they will die <laughs> likewise if a person keeps using the word i want to live i live i have life in abundance i have the zoe of christ in life abundance in quantity and superior in quality you know they will leave he said it and my mom was persistent 
she was bent on it she was persistent until she got to the root of it even after she got to the root of it and they tried everything they could to ensure that he doesn't feel that way he was still at it but she kept speaking god's word you shall not die but live you are my son god has brought you here for a purpose and that purpose you will accomplish you know so parents please be the prophet over the life of your children and speak god's word over them but ensure you probe for that go to the roots get those don't worry what do you want i'll buy you when they are seeking your attention give them the attention and ask questions I learned something last week okay this week about parenting you know you don't start correcting a child when you've not taught a child so it's a it's it's you first teach the child when you teach the child you correct the child and you'd have corrected like one two three times before you start thinking of spanking the child and of course don't spank a child in anger and then when you're done you can now discipline deprive them of something they like a lot just to get the attention to know you are serious about what you've said and stand by your word so you see teach them ah mommy i want to tell you something i want to tell you and i want to tell you listen to them it's very important so that you will not regret uh, later in life and of course you're a young person i hope you've learned something today you know children can be they can become very secretive especially when they keep piling up things in their hearts and they are not allowed to find expression they are not allowed to say the things they want to say if they are not finding expression to say what they want to say they start to keep things in their hearts and the outcome most of the time is not good i'm sure it was just the spirit of god that led me to speak to my mom about the fact that what will someone what will happen to a person that kills themselves you know and she said they'll go to hell. The thought of hell alone, based on the little Bible study we do at home and in church, you know, and then how that we, they tell you about hell and they tell you about heaven and how it is glorious. I didn't want to miss heaven for anything. Of course, I'm not going to miss heaven. and <laughs> You're not going to miss heaven as well. I didn't want to. The thought of missing heaven is far from it, you know. So I didn't want to miss heaven, even though I was tired of living, but I didn't want to miss heaven, you know. So I had to start begging God, literally, just take me away. Please take me away. I'm tired. Take me away. So please, we mustn't allow our children to get to that point where they become secretive. And if you're an adult already at this stage, you still feel that way, you still have suicidal talk, please, please, please reach for help. Help is available in Christ Jesus help is available in christ jesus and of course if you're listening to my podcast and you don't know how to reach out to me you can send me a mail on my gmail at um great grace foundation just dot tsr.gm at gmail.com check my info on anchor and then of course you see my email address there and then let's get talking your soul is important to god and i tell you i'm saying it again suicide is definitely not a way out it's just the beginning of a new era of suffering and you don't want to be there it is well with you in jesus name amen all right so thank you very much for your time thank you for listening to this uh podcast i i pray that um beyond it blessing you i pray that it teaches you something that will stick with you forever much more is the fact that either as a parent a teenager a a child or an adult god is able to use you as an instrument of change in your community your family in the name of jesus when you see people you're able to sense by the leading of the holy spirit to help them not to 
think of suicide and if you are the one having such negative thoughts in the name of jesus every stronghold in your mind is demolished right now in the name of jesus god bless you and of course see you next week so today's um lesson session was quite long and more like praying session and teaching session and preaching session but i'm sure that it has blessed you we meet same time next week god bless you bye